Welcome to the Kingdom Educators Podcast, where we empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective so you can activate transformational impact in your classroom and community. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to wake up to your strategic placement as a kingdom educator, anointed by the creator and equipped by all of heaven to release the radical goodness of God that will transform lives and reshape education. Good morning. It's such an honor to get to be here because I truly believe that you are the boots on the ground getting to bring the kingdom in your classroom, in your schools. And um, it's just such important work what you're doing. Like one of my principals used to say, like we are doing the world's most important work. And I truly believe that about what you're doing every single day. So I'm Jessica Glover and I taught 11 years in the Pacific Northwest. And I uh, moved to Kansas to marry my husband and become an instant mama. That's a, that's a whole nother story. I am a national board certified teacher. I work in um, one of our local school districts as a substitute. I, I believe that I am a teacher on mission to be there to be praying for you and to be praying for our local students. I like supporting our families and our community and being a light in the community. And so that is my heart. But I also run a business called Kingdom Educators. And the Lord called me into business in 2019. And that came out of an unexpected yeah, call from him. And sometimes we get redirected in what we're doing. I was headed to become a principal. And then the Lord was like, I'm going to take you through the back door and do something different. So Kingdom Educators, the mission of it is I empower Christian teachers to grab a hold of heaven's hope-filled perspective. So you can activate transformational impact in your classrooms and your community. And so that's really my heart is to activate us in recognizing who we're called to be. Just like Dennis Hirschberger referred to this morning, remembering that you are a teacher on mission, remembering that you carry the light of Christ and what you have inside of you is powerful because it is God's presence. And he does want to be that first face of his heart to our kids who never hear the gospel, but they get to see it in action through you. And that is huge. So I mentioned that I substitute, but I also am on a school site committee in my local district to be able to be aware of what's happening. And I so appreciate our school board members from 259 being here this morning too. Isn't it so good to see that you're not alone? That's my favorite thing about this gathering is that sometimes we feel like we're completely alone. But the Lord reminds us this morning, you are a light and we're from all over our city, from the east to the west, north and south. We've got teachers here representing today the kingdom. And there are so many that couldn't be here today. So just know that you're not alone. There are many in our city that are purposely positioned for impact in our schools. All right. So the title of my message today, and Jason's going to come up and play while I'm sharing with you, is called Take Your Rightful Seat. And for fun, it's Take Your Rightful Seat at the Table, because this is where we are today. We're at the table. We're gathering and honoring you today. So I'm going to start out by reading from Ephesians 1.17. And if you have your phone with me and you want to look there, I'm actually reading out of the Passion Translation. But I'm just going to pray this over us this morning. Because I truly believe that the Lord has us as teachers on mission. And sometimes 
We just need that girding up of truth to be reminded of his power that lives inside of us. So Ephesians 1.17, I pray that the Father of glory, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate the eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of the hope of his calling. That is the wealth of God's glorious inheritances that he finds in us, his holy ones. So I just want to remind you this morning that the spirit of wisdom and revelation is filling you up. That you would know that through your intimacy with him, that he's giving you everything you have need of. And I just thank you, Lord, that you impart to us through your light, you illuminate the eyes of our imagination, that we would recognize the hope of your calling that lives inside of us, that is for us, and it's for those that we touch each day. Verse 20, I pray that you will continually experience the immeasurable greatness of God's power made available to us through faith. And then our lives, then our lives will be an advertisement of this immense power as it works through you. This is the mighty power that was released when God raised Christ from the dead and exalted him to the place of highest honor and supreme authority in the heavenly realm. And now he is exalted as first above every ruler, every authority and government and realm of power in existence. Did you hear that? Your life is an advertisement of the power of God. I mean, sometimes I need to slow down and read the word. I've been stuck in Ephesians for like a month and a half, and the fear of God has been coming to me in just a really precious way. But recognizing that you are truly a temple of God's presence, that you carry the very life and power of God. Every single time you walk in and out of your building, he is with you to execute his goodness to use you as a minister of reconciliation, to bring healing and life to broken bodies and minds and spirits. But his very life and his power are an advertisement of his goodness through you. Chapter 2 of Ephesians, verse 4. God still loved us with such great love. He is so rich in compassion and mercy that even when we were dead and doomed in our many sins, he united us to the very life of Christ and saved us by his wonderful grace. And he raised us up with Christ, the exalted one. And we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. For we are now co-seated as one with Christ. That's powerful packed truth right there. So what is this saying? It's saying that I ascended with Christ when he ascended from the grave. I am seated with the one who has authority in the heavenly realms, and I'm in him. That means Satan is under my feet. That means that I have authority over every power and principality that would try to trick me and think I don't have a voice. To try to trick me and think that I don't carry the very power and authority of Father God inside of me by the work of Jesus. My friend, Holy Spirit, that wants to use me to speak truth and life in my classroom and to bring a word in due season that breathes life over bones. Father, God wants to use you in so many ways. And I think 
the heart of what I'm bringing this morning is that he wants to, just like in verse 7, throughout the coming ages, that we will be the visible display of the infinite, limitless riches of his grace and kindness, which he showered upon us in Christ. How do we display that? It's being connected to him. It's teaching and connected. I use this word all the time on my podcast. Teaching and connected is where it's at. I'm going to share some testimonies in a little while, but teaching connected is the upgrade that we're being called up into this hour. We don't just teach. We're being invited to connect with the one who has limitless wisdom, limitless strength, limitless ideas, the one who has all the answers to the things that we think are the impossible situations. We have tons of problems in the world of education, but just like Dennis said, it's like in Topeka, we're tapping into man's wisdom. Now, wait a second. We have an advantage, a kingdom advantage. We have the God who is the God of the impossible, who is our connection. So in a moment, I can be in my classroom with something terrible that just happened and go, Father, what do I do? And boom, he can drop right into my heart, right into my mind, exactly what I need to do. And what is that? It's a heavenly strategy. It is above the thinking of this world. It's the thing that I need to propel his purposes and plans in my life because really, All the paperwork, all the stuff, that's not the thing that I'm actually there for. You're there for. It's to carry and propel the kingdom. So when I'm tuned into the one who is my source, then I stay on mission. I stay filled up because I'm hearing, what are you speaking over me, Lord? Who am I and what am I called to? And then I keep in line, who are you calling these kids to be? And I'm able to call out the goal in their life. I'm able to see what you see in them. Because what I might see with my earthly eyes is all the problems. Johnny doesn't have shoes. Susie's not getting this math lesson, right? All these little things that happen. But he's like, no, I got answers to release. Are you ready to receive them? So that's what we're being called to in this hour is to partner with the God of heaven to take our kingly advantage to sit in heavenly places above all powers and principalities, powers and dominions, and to operate from the place of, I have already won. Because he has won, the enemy is under my feet. He does not have a place to lie to me anymore, to make me shush up. I am connected to the one who has put me, who has called me, who has given me a signet ring. I have his favor on my life. And I'm called to do great and powerful things, whether I feel it or I feel nothing. He is with me. That's the truth. So our inheritance in this take your rightful seat talk, this is, I've got three points for us today. We're to release, we are to rest, and we're to run. Those are our callings in this upgrade. So the release is that we stand in a place of giving everyone and everything back to God. Who here has tried out the pause app? Has anyone used that in here? We, my husband and I have been doing it in the morning and at night, and the whole focus, it's a wonderful app created by John Eldridge. I'm not getting a kickback from this wonderful advertisement. But it's an awesome way of taking eight minutes when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed, to release everything back to God and to get into that place of, I'm with you and you're with me. And we are one and we operate together as a team. We are connected. It is amazing how just spending a few minutes every day remembering that and releasing the heavy to him dusts us off. We're able to release, release. I call it the daily dust off. We're releasing ungodly responsibilities, ungodly because they don't belong to us. 
who said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you what? Rest. We need to release the stuff we've taken that's taking us out of the place of rest. We give back every conversation, Woo! every 504 meeting, every IEP, every disgruntled parent, every staff member I talk to who's not walking in the same belief as me, every negative comment that was made against what I am doing, Lord, I release it to you, all the criticisms. If I'm partnering with the lies, then I'm giving it power. So I've got to let go of partnering with any lie. Because if I start to entertain it, it becomes mine. Those are not for us to carry. If we're to run in a season, we have to begin with releasing the things we've held onto that are not ours to carry. So we're going to release those ungodly responsibility. The second part of releasing is we need to remember to be people of forgiveness. We have been given an upgrade of connecting with the king. And the number one thing he tells us, and we're going to pray this at the end, is the, the Lord's Prayer, is that we need to release everybody who has hurt us. Sometimes we need to forgive ourselves. Sometimes we've held things against ourselves that we need to let go of. Forgiveness is powerful. And I will tell you, if you teach your students to do it, you're giving them a kingdom principle that's going to bring breakthrough in their lives. So just asking him. Sometimes I've had kids in my own middle school classroom, and also when I taught elementary, where it's like, the Lord will just drop in my heart. This, they're angry right now because they need to forgive somebody. So I'll just say, is there anyone that you're holding anger against right now? Oh, what if you forgave them? We do it with our kids at home. Do you need to forgive so-and-so? Ooh. Maybe I do. And then when they do that, you'll notice, whew, they feel a little lighter. <laughs> Makes everything a whole lot better. <laughs> the second thing we want to do as our inheritance of taking our rightful seat is we're going to rest. We're going to remain with our eyes fixed on our sustainer and our supply. Psalms 92.10 says, Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. You've empowered my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil over me. I've been repeating this verse over myself every day. Your anointing has made me strong and mighty. You've empowered my life for triumph by pouring fresh oil over me. It's not old oil. It's not yesterday's oil. It's today's oil for today's work. It's for today's students. It's for today's lesson. It's for today, whatever you have with your own family. It's for today, your fresh oil for this day, this time. So our eyes, when we fix our eyes, we also see what is God doing? What is he doing? Not what he's not doing, but when we focus on what he is doing, we're able to keep our eyes on him because we've been invited to partner with him to teach Connected. One of the things that has been very powerful in me and continuing to shift into my kingdom mindset is declarations, declarations of truth. And if you want to receive a free resource, I would encourage you to visit my website, kingdomeducators.com. There is a daily declaration list that just reminds you, I'm on mission. This is what I'm called to. This is how Father God sees my students. And they're all declarations based on God's word. But we're going to stir up faith. We're going to stir up faith using the word each day. Wow. Wow. Right? So even just reading a short little section like I did in Ephesians 1.17, oh yeah, Father God is calling me to move in a spirit of wisdom and revelation, to know the hope to which I'm called to, 
that I'm seated above all the noise. I'm seated at the right hand of the Father, the place of favor. I'm going to rest in the word. And I'm going to get my eyes off the junk by worshiping the one who is worthy. When I remember who he is, I remember I have a big God and my problems are small. He is God of the impossible. I'm going to keep my eyes on him through worship. And then I'm going to stir myself up with testimonies, testimonies of what God is doing in and around me. Right now I'm on a series in my podcast where I'm just sharing testimonies because testimonies like Revelation talk about, they are the spirit of prophecy. They prophesy to me, this can happen for you. I heard this thing happening in so-and-so's classroom. Why not me, God? Why can't this happen in my classroom? I want to see things happen. In fact, um, Lindsay, who's here today, she, this is so fun. So during the Asbury revival, you may have heard about in the spring, she started praying, God, I want to see it happen in my school. Why not? Right? Why not me? So she began praying and the Lord said, well, Lindsay, I'd like to bring it through you. Sometimes God wants to use us. Woo! So she started praying for that, and then she ended up being able to leave Revival Club at her school this last year. Kids are hungry. they got to talk about prayer and worship and just spend time together. There was a dad that came in and played his guitar, and they got to worship together. This is in USD 259, folks. Like, these things are happening. I love that. I love these stories. Yeah. Yeah, I also want to share another fun one. Some of you may have heard of Jamie Winship. It's our dream of having him come to teach a prayer breakfast. But he has this fun way of inviting friend Holy Spirit into our daily work. And I decided to try out in one of my subclasses one of his activities. So in one of the local schools, I was in there and I had a bunch of kids come in and they were super rowdy. And I had them sit down on the ground in this music classroom. And I had them picture a beautiful place, their favorite place. And then while they're sitting there, can you see it? And they're raising their hands up. And I said, do you see it? And they said, yes. And I said, I want you to ask perfect love. Who is that? How do you see me? And so they're like, oh. And then I said, raise your hand if you heard something. Now what Jamie does is he has people say, how do you see, how do you, you ask perfect love? How do you see me? And then he says, what's my identity? But with these little guys, I just said, how do you see me? So they raised their hand. I had three children who heard from God in that classroom. It was boom, like three minutes, literally. This is how long it took. And like, perfect love says that I'm amazing. Perfect love says I'm beautiful. Perfect love says I was made to do great things. All I did was invite the Holy Spirit into the classroom at the beginning of the day. I felt him drop into my spirit. I only did it with one class out of like, I don't know how many I had that day, like nine that came through. And these little guys, they just, peace came over the room. Why? Because who lives inside of me that wanted to kiss them? Perfect love wanted to remind a few of them how special they are. That's super simple. Just took three minutes. So fun. Another fun testimony to stir our faith is um, I have a sweet friend, I took my Your Kingdom Classroom course, and she has been activated into a new level of listening to release God in her classroom and to hear what her kids are needing. And so she'd been teaching this vowel Y sound for several weeks, and I want to share her testimony. I've been going over vowel Y and its two sounds for two weeks. I put a paper in front of this girl, and it's as if we've never learned it. Anybody been there? Super frustrating, right? 
It's like vowel Y was non-existent. I felt frustration in the moment. The next day we tried it again. This was after a kingdom classroom session where the Lord revealed he is the one who can reach them. I put the paper in front of her once more and then I remember thinking, you are the one who can reach her father. And in that moment, while engaged with the student, it's like my spirit started praying. I was directed and specifically in spirit and able to speak what she needed and how she needed it. Something was released, and just like that, it clicked for her. Vowel Y, and this was a big win for her. This was only the beginning of the breakthrough for freedom for our children. Thank you, God. Thank you for the kingdom. Thank you for teaching and connection. Thank you, thank you. So good, right? So just simple little ways of switching the things we're already doing to teach and connect with him and to release the kingdom and the the things that we do. Our third point of our inheritance of taking a right at at the table, to sit at our table with Father God, is that we're gonna run. We're gonna walk in the strength of our authority. The truth is, is that we've been positioned for impact. We know God is our number one boss. Okay, I want to say that again, because sometimes we get that whole church and state thing comes in and we're like, oh, I can't do this. Why did you come into this profession? I believe that even if you didn't know Jesus at the time, that the Holy Spirit was calling you. (laughs) That he's like, I'm going to give you a vision for what you could do. And the Lord just wants to remind us that he's our boss. That he wants us to break up with the fear of man. It's even important sometimes that we renounce the fear of man or losing our job or offending someone or making a mistake. You know, there's this thing in the world of education where I see over and over again, I even feel it when I go in and sub, and it's like performance, like almost like a, a spirit of performance if I want to spiritualize it, right? It just comes, you got you to gotta do it right, it's got to look like this, you got to have the perfect this and the perfect that, blah, 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 blah. It's like, wait a second. Is that really what he's calling you to? Or is that just a busyness to get us distracted? I'm just saying. (laughs) God is my number one boss. The fear of man is not. So even right now, I'm just going to have us, if you feel called to do this, you can, but I'm just going to have you close your eyes if you want to put your hands out. You can repeat after me or just pray in your spirit. Lord, I renounce a fear of man. I renounce the fear of losing my job, of offending someone, of making parents mad, of not getting it right, of not being the perfect teacher, whatever that is. I thank you that you have fearfully and wonderfully made me, that you are proud of me, and that you can't wait for me to wake up in the morning to partner with me. Thank you that you have empowered me for triumph with fresh oil. And the work that I'm doing is on your heart because you have commissioned me. Jesus, I just thank you for the release today. I thank you, Lord, for staying in connection with our eyes set on you. I thank you, Lord, that we can run when we remember that you're our boss first. Yeah, Jesus' name.
And so see how simple it is? We just recognize our competitive advantage. Like right there in the moment. We can even do it while we've got a loud classroom. I just give that to you, Lord. Oof. I repent of letting the fear of man take control charge rather than you. So our connection gives us all we need. I'm going to have my daughter come up real quick. And um, we pray the armor of God every day. And, you know, Donna is sharing with us these shift in teacher rights that has happened. And on the way to school, we love to pray to put the armor on because it reminds us the might and the strength of God that we walk in. And so Evie and I are going to do this quick little prayer that we do together. She has come with me on the last three prayer breakfasts. So she's a trooper. We've been driving really long distances every Saturday. So we're excited to be local today. So, you ready? God, I thank you for the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit, the gospel shoes of peace, the breastplate of righteousness, and the buckle of truth. Good job. Yes. Thank you. Just thinking of fun ways that we can invite our kids, whether we work in public or private, maybe it's our own kids that we drive to school, but it's just remembering who we are and where we're seated, right? So I'm going to actually read over us from Ephesians 6. And I encourage you to put your armor on every day, not in a way where we're on the defense, but we're actually on the offense. Jesus has already won. I already have the victory. I step into the victory. Okay, so that's where I'm reading this out of. This is where I declare over myself. This is where we acted out for second grade fun. Okay, to grab a hold of the truth. So I'm in Ephesians 6.10. Now my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. Connection. Stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you. Verse 11. Put on God's complete set of armor provided for us so that you will be protected as you fight against the evil strategies of the accuser. Your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. So not being unaware that we have an accuser of the brethren, not being unaware of man's wisdom taking over or coming against us, but being aware that we are on the victorious side. We just need to stand in it. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. Because of this, you must wear all the armor that God provides, so you're protected as you confront the slanderer, for you are destined for all things and will rise victorious. So we put on the truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. We put on holiness as a protective armor that covers our heart. We stand on our feet alert and that you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. And in every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield, for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you from the evil one. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. And take the mighty razor-sharp sword of the Spirit, which is the spoken word of God. Pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. We have access to the armor. We have access to the victory. And just remember Joshua 1.3 that he gives us every place that we put our foot.
Okay, to end us out today, I'm just going to go ahead and flip over to Matthew 6, 9 through 13. I've been praying this over my family and over education, but I just am drawn back to the Lord's Prayer. I love it in the Passion Translation because just for me right now, just blows some fresh wind on it, but it's activating this space inside of me of like a mission statement. What we're called to as a people, as a family of God, as we shift culture in education. The Matthew 6, 9. Our Father, dwelling in the heavenly realms, may the glory of your name be the center on which our lives turn. Manifest your kingdom realm and cause your every purpose to be fulfilled on earth, just as it is fulfilled in heaven. We acknowledge you as our provider, our connection, our source, our supply of all we need each day. Forgive us the wrongs that we've done as we ourselves release forgiveness to those who have wronged us. Rescue us every time we face tribulation and set us free from evil, for you are the king who rules with power and glory forever. Amen. So right now I'm just going to invite you to go ahead and stand with me. I want to share with you just a couple of resources that you might take a look out uh, in the hallway. We've got a couple of copies of the Speaking Words of Life in your classroom, which is getting kingdom in the public school classroom. There's no Christianese in here, but it's just a simple format of inviting God's presence into your classroom using truth declarations. So no scripture, just truth for your kids to step into. And there's also a devotional for teachers that walks you through five weeks of restoring hope. And a course just came out that we have available. We can talk to you more about that in the hallway. But it's called From Burnout to Burning Bright. And you can find it at connect.kingdomeducators.com. And if you want to connect me to talk more about that, I'd be happy to. Lord, I just thank you for each person that's here this morning. I thank you for your powerful purpose and your call on their life to be your hands and feet to our local kids. We speak blessing and life over them. We thank you, Lord, for just brushing them off from any heavies that they walked in with. We thank you, Lord, that you are the strength that lifts us up, that lifts our arms. We thank you, Lord, that you, first and foremost, honor them today. And you say, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for connecting with me, for coming to me to rest, for being my representative in the schools. For loving your own family well and looking to me to find balance. We do to speak balance over your life. We speak healing and life over you, rejuvenation. We just thank you, Lord, for your sweet presence. We thank you that you pick us up, you hold us. We just speak life and blessings over you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please visit kingdomeducators.com to receive your Kingdom Educator Daily Truth Declarations, my encouraging newsletter, and be the first to know about my newest resources online and in-person events. And be sure to find me on the socials at kingdom.educators. 
Until next time, don't forget you are a history maker and what you do every day is transforming lives.